It is not me making this up. This is serious. Okay. He said that the curtain is slightly open. And he said he's noticed a couple times that when he walks into the shower, that he notices that there are there's, the shower curtains closed, but there'll be feet with like sneakers on in the bottom of it. So then when he went to go report this, he was he's not opening the curtain. Like, what the fuck? He probably doesn't want to get Jesus beat up. Christ. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think I no, no, no. If you see this guy, if he's listening, he knows himself. But if you see <laughs> this guy. He's not built for combat. And what are you going to do at that point? You're going to fight somebody and fucking. You would let a grown man try to fucking peep you in the shower. You would stand for that and be like, go report it. Okay, Nathan, you'll get kicked out of the gym. I will say this. Okay. If this is true. Mm -hmm. And in the moment as he's telling me a story, he seemed very convinced that this was happening to him. And as if this was very, very true. And the whole time I kept thinking was, damn, I ain't good enough for nobody to peep at me. <laughs> like <laughs> straight. This doesn't make any sense. If you see him though, I mean, he's, he's a little cutie. He's a little cutie. Is he gay? I, I no. well, he's married. He's white. What does that mean? I, I, well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Objectively speaking. Okay. He's white. I don't know. I don't know what he does, you know, in his spare time. Okay. So you heard this from one person? Cause you made it seem like it was this thing. There was like flyers handed out he, about it. No, no, no one's fucking handed out. Right, but it flyers. sounded like this was a gym problem. If this was in the woman's like, locker room, it would probably be. No one cares about dudes. Yeah, this sounds really ridiculous. I'm sorry. Well, and you know what? It's funny you say that because I think if a man did say this to someone and he reported it, people like you would say that's ridiculous. This isn't happening. Yeah. But that's because that's what we do with men anyway. Okay. Because man the fuck up. See, that's something. fucked up. That's it's fucked not up. That's fucked a double standard. No, standard. no, it's not. We're talking men with men. Figure it the fuck out. This is bullshit. Don't even, don't even know. That's not the same thing. Listen. You're not lifting enough weights if you're not standing up for yourself in the fucking bathroom against another man. Give me a break. This is crazy. It's stupid. So you think a fight is supposed to break out in the shower? I asked you a question and you didn't answer. Wet. What's that? If somebody's fucking feet mm -hmm. were under the shower curtain while you're showering and they open up the curtain to try to look at you, you're just going to take it and then complain when you get out? Truth be told, I'm not looking at feet under the curtains. But I will say this. But I will say this. I will say this. And don't make me out to be a weirdo when I tell you this. There is a guy. He's an older light-skinned dude. He takes showers in the gym, but he does it with his shower curtain halfway open so you can see his booty and dick. Right. So Maybe he's fishing. I, so you don't think it's possible that if someone's doing creepy shit like that to the point where he thinks that that is a normal thing that can happen in the gym, that it might be someone pulling back a curtain. But you still didn't answer my question. Like most men would just let this ride. I'm asking you in particular. Oh, would I fight? Would you not do anything and then wait? And go complain about it at the front desk if that happened to you. You didn't answer my question. I don't think he had hardcore evidence. Oh, my God. That's not answering my question. Other than that. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Okay, which part? <laughs> I've said it like four times. I know, but I know, but I discussed multiple parts. In okay, the shower or the picture? If you were the in the shower mm -hmm. 
and you look down close enough that it's obvious that a man is standing on the other side, open the curtain slightly and is standing there trying to see you naked, okay. you would not do anything? So I will do something. I'll answer your question, but okay. you just painted a completely different picture than what I was trying to paint to you. He was saying that when he walks into the shower area, he has noticed that there was a curtain closed, but there were feet in there. Water wasn't running, and it looked like there were like sneakers. There were sneakers on. So that gave him the idea <laughs> that someone was being weird in the shower, right? Like someone was just in there, so like right? Mike Myers and then, the and then he didn't see someone actually move his curtain, but he noticed that when he went to, you know, wash his face off, uh-huh. and he opened up his eyes again, the curtain was slightly peeled back, as if someone might have been peeping in his shit. But then, when he went to go record it, not record it, report it, mm-hmm. when he went to go report it to people at the front desk Mm -hmm. they told him that he wasn't the first person to say something like that that this has been a you know reoccurring issue so he removed himself from the gym that particular gym and he has not any more problems well well and maybe you don't understand the the crew he's a he's a smaller guy he's fit but you know he's small fit he's like he's like one of those dudes where he just get ripped but doesn't get any bigger right most of those dudes that go there in the morning are, you know, they're, they're pretty big. The last thing you want to do is to lose a fight and then get fucked in the gym. <laughs> what is happening? It didn't happen. But he's trying to prevent <laughs> this from happening. Is this prison? It's the fucking gym. <laughs> okay. You say that. You say that. What? <laughs> you don't know where these dudes came from. Okay. They're at Esporta. Which is a fucking it made used up to be word. LA Fitness. Okay, that's a way tougher this isn't name. Planet fucking fitness. Planet. What is happening? That, that that's the last place <laughs> this this will happen. They have Tootsie Roll bowls at the front desk. You are not getting laid out to someone with a belly full of Tootsie Rolls. It's not happening. <laughs> but but a buff dude that's there at five o'clock in the morning. It means business. Oh my god. He might he might take you down. Okay. And now you're slipping and sliding because <laughs> you got soap still in your eyes. You're like, what the fuck? Who got soap in their eyes? You don't have it. You don't have it figured out. All these years of showering, how to avoid getting soap in your fucking eyes. Not if you think you heard, like if you think you heard the curt move and you know how you peek with one eye open just oh, a little bit, just slightly. Goodness. And then the soap ran through. Right. And then like after the soap ran through, then now you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're like, oh shit, fuck you. And then now you're like fighting with soap and eyes. Okay. And then he just <laughs> he spins, spins you around. Nathan. Okay. Jesus. Can we get serious? Uh, can we? Because <laughs> that was crazy. Okay. Well, in case you didn't know what you were listening to, this is the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I'm accompanied by none other than Christina. Hey. (laughs) And this is still a sipping podcast, so if you have something to drink on, join us and have a sip with us. While we get serious. But before we get serious, seriously, before we get serious, is that okay with you? Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Okay. How you are sure? you feeling? Mm-hmm. I'm all right. I'm all right. Michael Myers. Apparently, he's uh, homophobic. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we don't have to touch on it. <laughs> but I just want... Where where did this come up? You, you know, so I was thinking. Uh-huh. Before we get into that, and okay. I really don't want to get into that. Okay. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. I was thinking we need to come up with like a, like a segment, a segment, a segment mm-hmm. upon segments okay. where we talk about just shitty news, just absolutely dumb news, okay. just to go along with this dumb podcast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was trying to think of a name. Maybe we should go with, um, uh, what did I say? Uh, meanwhile, on Earth, right? Okay. Meanwhile, like on Earth, mm-hmm. right? Or we should do Mouth Breather News, <laughs> aka <like> MBN. <laughs> Mouth Breather News. I like that. Right? One. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> this shit is just it, <laughs> the fact that anything like this can make waves. It just shows that we, as a species, we're just we're there. Mm-hmm. Where, wherever they want to take us wherever, or wherever they're planning on taking us, we're there. Yeah. We've we've dumbed down to accusing Michael Myers as being homophobic because in the new Halloween Kill movie. Which he, was trash. <laughs> I won't say trash. It was a letdown. Let down. Okay. Let down. The only reason why I'm saying it's not trash is okay. because if you were looking for a good slasher, mm-hmm. it wasn't a bad slasher film. It was trash. Let down. Really? Let down. That's it? Let down. Okay. I was there. I know. <laughs> and we treated it like it was a comedy. No one else did, though. No. We were the only people we were dying. dying laughing in yeah. a movie theater. Wow. Just much of a letdown it was. Okay. But throughout all of that, throughout all of that, Michael Myers is homophobic because in the movie, he killed two gay men. Right. Who said that? Where do you get this? Probably, news? probably the the, the 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 gay community. Clearly, no one other community would say this. What about everybody else he fucking killed? You know who probably said this? To be honest with you, he killed a black woman. He so, killed a black couple. So he's racist. So he's racist. He's racist. He's racist. And he killed and more black people than he killed gay people. Racist. Duh. Racist. And he killed a lot of women throughout his history. Yeah. So he's clearly a sexist. Yeah. And might be gay. Which is why he's trying to get rid of women. Could be. Could be. We don't right? know. We don't know. And he's killed a lot of white men. So yeah. he's clearly he clearly hates white men. So ridiculous. Yeah. But this is where we are oh my God. as a society. Fucking boy. But you you know what would be a good plot twist? And again, maybe this is just me me putting on my tinfoil hat. But um Where is it? <laughs> but it this is this doesn't cause for it. This okay, is not okay. a tinfoil hat moment. Okay, okay, okay. But it's possible mm-hmm. that the people that run Halloween Kills decided to put this narrative out because it's probably the most buzz it has been getting since it came out because it yeah. was really bad. A letdown. <laughs> and what what better opportunity than to spark this big controversy right as now. silly yeah. as it is? Because that's silly. It's silly. It's so it's silly. No one's going to get canceled because Michael Myers killed two gay people. It's outrageous. Yeah. Right. But it might force people to go, let me watch this. Let me see what happened. Mm-hmm. Let me see this silly shit. Because now it's just getting people to talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely goofy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we should definitely create this segment. Mouth breather news. <laughs> I like it. And uh, I, I, I don't think uh, mouth breathers should be able to vote. 
from being from Uh-oh. being. <laughs> Yikes. We're not going there. We're not going. <laughs> okay. There. We're not going. There. <laughs> We're not. No, no, no. You want to get serious? I'm sure. Not about this. Okay. Not about that. We can say that for another day. Okay. All right. All right. All right. But seriously, <laughs> seriously, seriously. I have a surprise <laughs> later on. Oh God. I'm gonna slow my dumbass down. <laughs> a surprise for who? You about the podcast? Oh. You'll like it. Are you sure? I hope you would. I don't like knowing a surprise is coming. I know, which is why I do it to you. <laughs> you either surprise me and I don't know it's coming or now you have to tell me. Or I don't <laughs> tell you right now. I wait until I was going to tell you. Fuck with me. But I now know that it's going through yeah, your head. You're going to be thinking about it, but you'll be you'll be happy to hear the surprise. Okay. All right. <laughs> just so you all know i've been drinking a little bit mm-hmm. already so if i'm not catching words properly i know you made a very delicious cocktail it. it was it was pretty good it was delicious it was pretty good and i'm a lightweight right now mm-hmm. which is weird which is weird okay because that cocktail mm-hmm. i felt way more than any drink that we had the, the entire weekend. time we were in puerto rico mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. i felt like we drank and drank and drank and, yeah, it was and crazy. we weren't getting anything from it no i wonder what they did the only time i felt anything was after that giant mojito but that was also after like five drinks and the mojito the mojito alone was about five drinks right so that was 10 drinks and i should have felt something you you should have been blasted mm. knowing you because you you're not a tank no i'm saying i feel like i probably was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I'm, I'm getting a little recap of the night. If I could say some of the things that you said to me on him, all right, you ready to get serious? Uh huh. I've been, I've been. Ready. All right. Now, I, I don't want you to shy away from this topic because it involves blacks. Okay. Black people. <laughs> Tomato potato. Okay. Come on, let's get with it. All right. So, I got a little clip. And not that I'm going to play the clip, but I got a little clip that I watched. This was last week. So we might be a little bit behind on some of the things just because we have been away. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to catch catch up. So anyone that's heard these things, maybe you just get to hear from us again and we get it, you know, get to put a little different spin on it. But mm-hmm. the NAACP is asking that black pro black athletes avoid signing to any pro uh, uh sport in the state of texas and the reason being is because of the new uh texas voting bill that got passed i can't can't remember what the what the act is i think it's like one or 18 or i don't know something like that but anyway it's the the new bill that's that's, if it hasn't gotten passed yet it's trying to get passed Mm -hmm. in the state of texas and along with the abortion laws and just the other things that you know texas has been doing Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason the naacp feels like that they are trying to target people of color. Now, when I hear terms like people of color, it, to me, it seems like one of those terms now that could be really loose, right? I know at one point, p- people of color was used to uh, describe black people mm-hmm. in particular, right? Um, but then when you think about the state of Texas, yes, there are a lot of black people, but there are also a lot of people from south of the border, mm-hmm. right? So I, I, I know the NAACP typically hones in on 
black people. Uh-huh. But um, when I see wording like that, I feel like that in order to to cover their ass or to make fact out of what they're saying, but to, but then to also kind of target the minds that they're really trying to target. I think when they say people of color, they're also speaking about, um, obviously, immigration, especially when I think about the voting restriction law, because okay. the voting restriction law doesn't really, in my opinion, and maybe it's something that I'm missing, but just like Georgia, mm-hmm. this doesn't really restrict the black vote. And I know that was the narrative for Georgia that, hey, these new laws that are coming out, they're targeted to to stop black people from being able to vote, right. yada, yada, yada. But then when you really look into it, it's like, wait a minute, that's kind of fucking outrageous that you all think that because they're asking for certain things like a, a fucking state ID, a state ID, <laughs> right? Or or your voter registration card, yeah. which you get when you register to vote, that they're asking for these things, mm-hmm. that that's somehow going to stop black people from being able to vote because maybe you're trying to build this narrative that black people are less likely to have an identification. Yeah. Which to me, anyone who would say anyone who would say something like that, regardless of what race you are, even if you're black, right? Like that's almost, in my opinion, that's almost a racist statement. Yeah. It right? should it should be offensive. It should be, right? Because yeah. what are you saying? You need an identification to do anything. Anything. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be that type of person that doesn't want identification for whatever reason, are you worried about voting? You're probably not worried about voting, right? So I don't, I don't understand what the big issue is. But as I look deeper into Georgia, I think what they were trying to do, and I think what most people were trying to do, or as far as defend the idea of the the new laws that were in place, what they were trying to do was is that they're trying to make it harder for people that are, you know, not U.S. citizens trying to make it a harder time for them to be able to get a ballot in the mail, right? Because now with mail-in ballots, anyone, anyone could fucking do it, right? Right? You could mail in a ballot for someone that's dead in a lot of times. It yeah, gets counted but I, because, I because think that's appropriate. So as I looked at, damn, my phone's over there. But as I looked at um, some of the, some of the, the things that were changed in the Texas it reflected pretty much closely to what um, Georgia, what Georgia was doing, okay. where they wanted to stop. Uh, I think they wanted to stop, or they wanted to change how how they handle drive-in mail-in ballots. Okay. So you can't just drive up to it like they were doing before. And I think they were doing that before and leaning on it heavily because of COVID, right? To stop people from having to circulate through, just like they were doing drive 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 through everything, right? Everything, yeah. So I think they're trying to either get rid of that or cut back down on how they handle it to make it a little bit because more strict. Because then how do you really regulate if you're if you're taking ballots any old fucking kind of way? Exactly. Don't exactly. we want a system that's as accurate as possible? I would think so. You would think so. Okay. I would think so. And that's just fairness across the board. Right. So this is, these rules aren't just for, hey, if you're and if a person of color. if it stops people who shouldn't be voting, then you shouldn't fucking be voting. Period. So what are we, what are we both, talking about? On both sides. Right. Because then to think that all black people are going to vote Republican, or I'm sorry, Democrat, uh-huh. or to think that all people of color or all people that are immigrants or whatever you want, you know, to think that they're all going to vote Democrat in order to, that's what I'm saying. I, I know a good amount of people that are Hispanic. I know a lot that, of Hispanics that loved Trump. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So to think that they're all, everyone's a monolith and everyone's going to vote one way. So let's suppress their vote in order. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. None of that makes sense. But anyway, um, 
I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. So it was the the drive in. It was the identification, which to me makes sense. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that you are who you say you are. <laughs> right. One way or another. We're mm-hmm. not asking for a driver's license only. Yeah. We just need some sort of state identification, mm-hmm. whether it be a driver's license, just a state ID or the card that you got to register to vote, which is fine. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Right. Um, They're asking for the states to do a better job at checking citizenship on a regular basis. And this is to make sure that the people that are registered to vote are citizens. Right. And that those people are not and or those people are not deceased. Right. To make sure, hey, you're still a citizen. Right. You're not taking a dirt nap. All of that sounds legit. Pretty fair. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they want. Oh, they, they wanted to stop people from sending in um, mail-in vote applications and by people, people that are soliciting. So they don't want the Democratic Party or the Republican Party to send anyone, hey, here's your you know uh, application to fill in your mail-in ballot. So you're pretty much going in with a clear mind. You're not being sold by any side, which okay. to me, that seems fair because also truth fair. be told, you and I, we've talked about this before. I will... I don't think that everyone is smart enough to be able to fucking vote, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And and not to not to say that, oh, you had to have a d- degree or anything like that. But like most people are just voting based on tribalism. Mm-hmm. They have no clue about either one of the candidates or what they could do for them. Right. They just, hey, my, my mother was blue. My grandmother was blue. Mm-hmm. My great, great, grandfather, my great, great grandmother was blue. You know, everyone around me is blue. So I'm just going to vote blue, even though blue might not actually benefit you and your situation, but you do it because everyone around you is doing it. So it's just easier to to save confrontation or you just don't fucking have any clue. Right. Yeah. But so I think we tend to do that and, or I think a lot of times, and this is what this, this thing is trying to prevent is that people get sold on an idea. So if let's say the DNC or the Republican party is sending someone an application to apply for their mail-in ballot, mm-hmm. but then they include a coupon, uh, you know, or whatever they do, or they, they yeah, or like, oh, that was sort of, nice. Because you they better thought be- of me. Because you, like, exactly, because you better believe if they're going that extra mile to, to try to win your mm-hmm. vote over, who's, what's stopping them from doing that? So this law is essentially trying to stop them from- I don't see anything wrong with anything from you doing said. That. And then of course there's the whole, uh, you know, they can't be outside, passing out the water bottles and things like that, which again was to stop someone from either party going, Hey, you know, you want a water bottle, mm-hmm. please vote, you right. know, this way, yada, yada, yada. And it was, there was another, there was another big one, another big one that I can't remember. Either way it goes, the, as I was reading through them, none of them seemed like that they were targeting any sort of minority group. So because of this law that's either been passed or about to be passed or trying to be passed. Right. The NAACP is asking was upset athletes to not sign, which to me is is first of all. You're, and it, what are you going to do? Cancel the ones that do it anyway? Like, exactly. You're going to call them coons, or coons and yada, yada, yada. yada. Like, it's, it's so crazy. But what if, what if those people had the opportunity to, hey, I'm in I'm in this town. Let me go ahead and try to you know, rally the troops so we can get people out there to vote for 
whatever and candidate leave, they decide to vote for. Fucking thir- leave athletes I, alone. I, thank you. Why? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do we? And I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm saying shut up and dribble. But why do we put so much pressure on athletes that are mm-hmm. absolutely unnecessary? Why do we keep if on? If you putting- want to be outspoken about something, fine. But to expect them to get involved in politics is fucking crazy. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. Or or. Well, I guess it's all politics now, but or even the whole vaccine thing. LeBron James got vaccinated. Why do why can't that be his private information? Well, it should be everybody's. It private. should be. Remember when you weren't allowed allowed to ask people if they were Republican or Democrat? Like what happened to that? Oh yeah, that's out the window now. Yeah, we we so are like completely yeah, transparent give, now. Give it, yeah, everything's out and open. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it just makes me wonder. You know, it, these these type of narratives that get pushed, like who who was behind all of that? Who is the one that's pushing buttons, that's making things happen, that goes, you know what? This is going to be our grandstand on what we're going to do. And we're going to make sure that black athletes don't sign. So now what what if you do get that one person that just decides, you know what? I I just got drafted to the the Texans, but hell no, I'm not going to take that position. And then now now they're blackballed and now they can't feed their fucking family. They can't do anything. And you've all been because, like working. This is your career, right? Or but they don't know any better because or, they're like, "Oh, the NAACP said that I should right. do this, so I, yeah, I, I shouldn't do it." It, it. Because you think, and we see with Kaepernick, right? You think that you know they're going to see some shit like that, like uh, an organization is going to be like, you know what? We don't want to deal with that motherfucker, right? Do we really want to deal with this? Because what, what, what happened next? Maybe he might take a knee. Mm-hmm. Maybe he might wear BLM socks, or you know, I don't know. Not, not to say that you shouldn't be able to do that. But it's like people just don't want that headache. Yeah. Especially, especially if you're an organization. Mm-hmm. Organization certainly doesn't want any representation other than that mascot that you wear on yeah. your fucking jersey to put asses in seats. But I don't know. And maybe I'm missing something. Maybe, maybe there's something that I missed when I read through it. But like I said, when I read through it, it felt a lot like the whole Georgia thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it just made me just go like, what? What's the plan here? And then and then I start to think. And this might get me in trouble. <laughs> this. Yeah, maybe only not because, you know, because I say, wow, shit, you know, mm-hmm. but when you start speaking truth to people, that's when people don't like you. Right. But then I started to think, like, why is the black community so sold on staying with the Democratic Party? As if the Democratic Party has done anything for the black community solo, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, yes. Every president that has stepped into office has done something for people as a whole, right? Which means that they have done something for the black community. Mm -hmm. But I'm speaking in terms of who's, who's given reparations. Right. Who's done things that like specifically targeted the black community in order to help better the lives of the black community or get them back on track for mm-hmm. all of the shit that the black community has gone through since being, you know, shipped into this 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 great country. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why are we sold on this idea that, hey, we're just going to keep on going this way? And we're just going to keep on going here blindly, not receiving anything. And so much so where these Democrats now know that the black vote is cemented. We got this shit. We don't have to worry about losing it. 
So they're not even campaigning to us. They're not even give you know, there's no incentives. And then when they speak to us, what, what did Biden say last time? If you, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Like that's how, that's how, <laughs> remember who you said that shit? Like that, yeah. But it's like, that's how they, that's how they speak to us. And then check this shit out. I heard today and, but they didn't mention this today, but I, I read this today that, um, from what I understand, I could be wrong, but the Biden administration is trying to set up like some sort of reparations or some sort of like, uh, you know, sorry money for the people that were taken in, into custody that were coming from the, the border. Right. And they were separated from their families. So they're talking about giving them like four hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if it's per family. I don't know exactly how it works, but it looks like they're trying to give money to people that came here illegally from what I understand. Right. Mm -hmm. And that were their families were separated for what I understand could be logical reason or, or not, depending on how you look at it. I'm I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Right. But you're giving them money, but you, you got a whole fucking community that's been supporting the democratic party since forever. And what? How, how do you, like, you would think as black people, they'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? How the hell does it look like they're getting some sort of solidarity check? Is do it, you what, feel like, what, is that the right word? I don't think it's solidarity. Is that right? I don't fucking know. That's me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, could be. Um, um, you get what I'm saying. No, I know what you're saying. Like, do you feel like it's ignorance? Just that people, or do you feel like a, a, maybe a combination of things? Like, do you think that the media has done such a good job of amplifying the person instead of policy? And then if people don't educate themselves, then you just go off of what you see on the news or whatever hype is happening. So it's like people hated Trump as a person. So anybody, Biden could have been anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone would have been better. Right. People mm-hmm. loved Obama because he was black. Right. Not knowing, you might have not known what the fuck he was about. And I would I would say, right. I mean, this is anecdotal in your words. How many people really even knew what Obama stood for? I think, and I, I, I speak to a good amount of people that are into politics, right? That are way more into politics politics and I am and they told me Obama pretty much came out of nowhere like it wasn't like he was this you know really popular I think that was like political figure and he popped up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. but his appeal was he was very charismatic Mm -hmm. you know he could speak well Mm -hmm. and and truth be told you know and I wasn't into politics enough to kind of know exactly what he did for the country right Mm -hmm. so I really I, I really didn't start paying a whole lot of attention until Trump got in office. Okay. And obviously one of the main reasons why was just because it was just so polarizing. How could you not pay attention? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but from what I understand, um, I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, from what I understand, he gave a lot of people that warm and fuzzy feeling because of how articulate he was and because of how well, that's what I, that's my question like how great the because who he was like as that. a person right not policy so right, right, right. has the media specifically because right. that's how people get influenced more than anything these days mm-hmm. have they just done a really great job at focusing on people and personality versus policy so if you don't educate yourself 
Right. You go off of, I don't like that person. Right. It's not about the fucking person. Right. So that's what, that's what I, I wonder. Right. And I, and, and I wish I could go deeper into that conversation and, and because I would have known more about Obama's policy, but I really don't know much about it other than, you know, like, you know, that the hot button topics. Like, I, I want to know. And I, again, I'm like you. I really wasn't paying that much attention back then. But it's mm-hmm. just like, what did Obama do for black people? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing that was life changing. That, that anybody else hasn't done. What, some nigger trinkets. <laughs> Jesus I mean, Christ. I mean, when you really think about it, this is this is what they do. This is what they do for us. They'll give they'll give us a couple little commercials. They'll give us a little bronze statue or some goofy shit like that. They we might get lucky enough to get a day, right? You see what I'm saying? But then, but then after that, it's like, but what else? What else have you done to to reverse all the things that have taken place? Now, or not even maybe reverse. Yeah, because you're not going to reverse. But just it. compensate. But th- yeah, exactly. But make right. But now, 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 and and just and just so everyone's on board with how my mind works, I'm cool if black people never get anything, right? If we never get anything, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. means no one else gets anything, right? That's that's my issue. My issue right now is not that black people haven't gotten anything because look. This is America. Mm-hmm. This is a, you know, lift yourself up by your bootstraps kind of country. And mm-hmm. I know that's that's a tough saying, saying for people to hear and yada, 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 because not everyone starts off the same, you know, whatever. But just so be it. This is America, right? If mm-hmm. you want to make it, you can make it no matter what color you are. Yes, it might be harder for certain groups and than other groups, but you can still do it, right? But my issue comes from when you're giving another group money, Right. Mm-hmm. And we've done it with, you know, Japan, from what I understand, we've we've done it. We've done this isn't the first time this has been done. Right. But we won't give it to the people that are here, the people that bu- help build this country, the people that, you know, are still pushing the culture, pushing this country mm-hmm. and keeping it at least on the entertainment side, you know, where it needs to be, you know, it, 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 whether whether it be our direct, you know, impact. Right. Or indirect things that we've done behind the scenes that someone has stolen from us and right. our, you know has put up in the forefront, or right. things that we have thought about that someone you know really had the backing and was able to do it. So, if no one gets anything, I'm not tripping, mm-hmm. right? But if you're going to give another group something, and, I, and it's like what the fuck? So no, no one's done anything. So this idea of you know backing one side which would be the Democratic Party simply because that's what black people do or that's what we're supposed to do or because the other side is racist. It almost proves my point that most people, not all people, but most people in the United States are no more equipped to vote for their president than they are to vote for who's going to be their high school president. Right. It's just a popularity contest. Yeah. Well, that's what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Most people don't care about policy. Most people don't even know anything about policy. I know. That's scary. So, I don't know. But I don't think that's by mistake. I think that's by design. Fuck. Of course. Right. Of course. Of course. If you are going to run a successful society, especially as successful as our society is, right? Mm-hmm. You have to keep the majority dumb. Yeah. If the 80 percent isn't, you know, blind, deaf and stupid. Right. Or blind, deaf and or stupid. Right. Then 
and I mean that metaphorically, not like the blind. <laughs> anyway, yeah. If the if the majority of people aren't that way, then you can't get away with all the things you're getting away with. Mm-hmm. You're getting away with putting on our news that Michael Myers is homophobic. Yeah. We're getting away with keeping this trans narrative alive and all this other stuff, but we're not talking about things that are really fucking important. Like, like bills that are getting changed, right? Mm -hmm. Such as the voting, because that's important. People Mm -hmm. need to know that things are changing, whether they agree with it or not. They need to know that these things are changing more than they need to know about some horror film that, that doesn't mean anything. But if you're not educating yourself and looking for this information, it's not given to you. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. The only way I know about it, and it's because I, I don't, I don't, well, I guess I kind of do actively look for it now. Um, but mainly because just kind of look for things to talk about. And I'm, I just want to know what's going on, you know, around the world. But um, yeah, it, it certainly doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. If I let my algorithm do whatever it wanted to do, I'm just going to be looking at ass and titties. And, we know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and how to how to you know work with you know audio better. <laughs> I had to throw something else out there. Mm-hmm. It didn't work, did it? No, <laughs> yeah, for me. But nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna change. We're we're, we're going to continue to go down this road of uh, keeping the people ignorant, you know, and. Um, because it's just better off that way as far as running a society. Right. Or controlling right? a society. Controlling right. Yeah. When, you know, you don't hear too many people talking about all the shortages of everything going on. Mm-hmm. I don't hear that. Right. I don't hear people talking about, you know, potential food shortages. Or you he- or let's say you do supply. hear about it, but then that's where it stops. Like people don't dig because they're like, oh, well, it wasn't told to me. It must not be important. Right. So you hear this and then like you would think, okay, well then I need to look what the fuck is really going on. Like people just hear about it and they say, oh, well, if it's something I need to know, someone's going to tell me. Right. Well, I think the shortage is the shortage thing has been real to people that care about things that were really impacted by the shortage. But but what people fail to understand is that if one thing is coming up short, you should ask yourself, why is that coming up short? Right. And then if that's coming up short, what else can come up short? Mm-hmm. Should I be worried about this? Chicken wings. Right. So if you don't care about chicken wings, if you don't care about computer chips, mm-hmm. if you don't care about PlayStation 5s, if you don't care about, you know, the potential toy shortage, then a lot of people will look at it and be like, well, this is fucking dumb. I can go yeah. without those things. But then what you should be. OK, so the chicken wings are attached to something. are they not they don't just grow (laughs) right right right. it's not just Just, right right. so (laughs) solo wing if there's a wing shortage then there might end up being a entire chicken shortage at one point because (laughs) we have thighs but now the market is being flooded towards (laughs) thighs right so then there's going to be a thigh shortage right (laughs) right there would have to be there would have to be okay or, you know, the whole chip thing. Okay, well, there's a chip shortage. Well, I don't care about computers. Yeah, but everything has a computer. Right. You don't have to care about computers. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a toy shortage. Yeah, but what are the toys made out of? Right. So what else would be, mm-hmm. you know, or could come up short? 
And maybe that's just my brain going on overload, which is why I can't fucking sleep at night. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I. But I say all that to say this. We're not talking about that. And probably for good reason, because you probably don't want people f- f- freaking the fuck going out. to a fucking grocery store and buying, buying all, up all the chicken yeah. wings. Jesus Christ. <laughs> remember that shit when people just buying up toilet paper like crazy? <laughs> That was so fucking. I stupid. remember. I remember legit because I, I, you know, I would go to to Sam's or wherever, and I would buy a big thing of toilet paper. And as a single man, it lasted me forever. Yeah, I know you told me. And all that changed when you came around. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. But, 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 but when you're a single man, all my single men out there, don't you or or just appreciate how long a <laughs> you can make a. You're toilet like roll what? Man. Why am I out of toilet paper? It's fucking crazy. But I remember, <laughs> I remember going to the store just to buy my regular toilet. Mm, like, I'm not trying to buy an abundance of it. I no. just want to buy my rolls. <laughs> That's, That's it. Here you once a year. <laughs> you couldn't find it. No. If you found it, it was that one ply bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. Ugh. They shouldn't be able to vote either. <laughs> People that use single ply. <laughs> Yikes. should not be able to you should have it taken away these are questions <laughs> these are questions we need to ask you sir are you able to stay alive if your mouth is closed huh <laughs> right. you're a mouth breather yeah we can't allow this <laughs> <laughs> snatch snatch mm-hmm. snatch snatch are you ready for the surprise um Kind of. I'm nervous. You're nervous. I am. What's happening? Drum roll, please. All right. So I randomly checked my email. And by my email, I mean the Feelings First Facts Later podcast email. Uh huh. And, and we actually got a question. Really? We From actually, who? Did you send yourself a question? I. Did not send myself a question. <laughs> you know, you don't believe me. I swear. I'm a whole liar to you. That's cool, babe. Yeah, okay. That That's didn't exciting. Even, that, you did not sound excited at all when you said that. <laughs> Let's try this again. How old, how long was it sitting in the email? <laughs> Slow down. Now I have questions. <clears throat> So um, I randomly opened up my email, and by my email, I mean the Feelings First Facts Later podcast email, and uh, we got a question in it. Oh my God, babe, that's so exciting. Fucking right it is. (laughs) Can I ask a question? Okay. How long was it sitting in there? Let's just say I hope Stephanie isn't upset that we haven't asked, answered her question sooner. No, for real. How, how long was it sitting in there? It was sitting in there for about three months. Oh, my God. That's really bad. I know. Listen, Stephanie, I, I don't take this thing <laughs> seriously. Clearly. I didn't think anyone would message us. So there's that. I wasn't ignoring you. I have not gone on. I'll do better. <laughs> Yeah, included in the emails that go into your phone. Mm. Yeah, that would be real modern of me, wouldn't it? 
You know, you know, I'm not up to speed. Okay, we're <laughs> really not. gonna do this. You know, I'm not up to speed. Okay. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah, I want to know. So, mm-hmm. Stephanie asks, "How has age and experience worked in your favor while dating?" It's a two-part question, but there's part number one. You ready for part number two? Sure. Or do you want, or do you want to answer part number one? First? I want to hear the whole thing. Okay. So it was that, and then she said, how has it worked against you? Don't, don't, don't. Are you going to answer? You go. Go first. I'll let you take the lead on this one. <laughs> I'll let, well, well, first answer the first question and what we Well, we I want to work backwards. Then. Okay. All right. Because I felt like the second one hit a little harder than the okay. first part. Fair enough. I feel like... I don't know if it's so much age, which I guess age and experience go hand in hand. Sure. Right. So I feel like that has worked against my experience. Well, I'm going to talk about our relationship because sometimes you go into things with all types of past bad experience or fucking traumatic experiences. And then you have to unpack that and make sure you're not bringing that into new experiences right you want to go deeper into that i mean that could go a lot of different ways well let's let's <laughs> i'll make it go one way so to kind of piggyback off that um i can i can 100 say that i went into this a little bit ignorant and, and by ignorant i mean like ignorant into of our relationship, our relationship. okay ignorant of the idea that i had baggage right i went into here thinking oh i don't have any baggage i'm good to go you know i'm not gonna base my previous you know i'm not gonna take anything from my previous previous experiences and Mm -hmm. you know bring it in here especially Mm -hmm. more so the toxic things of course the good things that i've learned and right but as far as you feel like like, because you weren't aware that it existed that's what i'm saying well or you just thought you wasn't going to flow Maybe over. both. Maybe both. Maybe both. Some things that okay. I wasn't aware. And, okay. and, and, and just the idea of like, okay, well, I'm more self-aware. Okay. I'm not going to let those things, you know, uh, pollute what we have going on. Okay. Right. So um, I could definitely say that the experience aspect, especially having the baggage, right, mm-hmm. quote unquote, definitely the more experience you have the more baggage you're going to have, whether you acknowledge it or you don't, it's going to come with you, right? Mm-hmm. To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to have to completely, you know, be the thing that just decimates the relationship, okay. right? But I think at some point it will rear its ugly head and then you kind of have to be prepared and be ready to... Um, identify it mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. understand what's happening right and then try to make it not a recurring issue do you feel that being naive or ignorant to those things like you said mm-hmm. makes it easier or harder because you don't expect them versus for me i tried to avoid people and relationships because i knew how fucked up i felt about mm-hmm. relationships and love so i went into it like oh this well, you know how I went into it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll wait. 
question is, do you feel like it's better to <laughs> stop looking at me like that? Okay. <laughs> do you feel like it's better to just go into it blindly, essentially? I don't know what's better or if anyone is better or worse. Okay, so I think I think two separate things took place, right? I think that you identified that you had issues and then you actively put up barriers. Okay. I don't think that that always has to occur with understanding yourself and what's going on with yourself, right? Okay. So I think that going in with it, acknowledging everything that's going on with you, mm -hmm. right? And having that self-awareness would be the best way to approach a relationship right. with baggage. Mm-hmm but without putting up the barriers and the walls and, and things yeah, like good that. Good luck. Because, yeah. It, yeah. But I think that that plays a part with, you know. I think I was just very careful, maybe, I don't want to say maybe overly careful, but I just, yeah. And maybe, well, I guess that could be a bad thing because maybe I was looking for things or everything could have been a red flag. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. What does that mean? What is that? What is that? Like, ah, like, you know, I could freak myself out. But that's also my personality. Right. Right. Well. Yeah. But the flip side of that. Well, before we get there. Okay. Before we get there. So one thing that. That. When I first read this, one thing I thought about was more recently something that, something that we're going through, and I guess this kind of ties into age and experience. Okay, but um, <clears throat> it just has to do with being an adult, and I know you're an adult when you're 18, but but being someone that's you know established already in your 30s, you already have a family of your own, you have things of your own, mm -hmm. you have a world by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. It is harder to do it when you're older because now you have to merge so much more into this new world that you're trying to create. Right? Yeah, because Between you already have separate worlds. So one of the separate main things. Separate established worlds. Yeah. Right. So one of the biggest things that you and I have been going through is this merger of my life into your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's been creating problems on our end because it's not just as easy as hey let's let's just do it and then we just move in with each other like it would have been if we were in our early 20s or maybe in our late 20s coming out of college right yeah that would have been so much <laughs> easier to do no children because you have no and, children yeah. mm -hmm. no nothing you probably were living in college or living with your parents or living with a bunch of roommates the lease is yeah. up now you're like hey let's get a house together let's, yeah. or let's rent this place together yada yada mm -hmm. yada and then now you're just in it together and you're building basically off of a foundation of nothing right you're you're, you're both building off of nothing mm -hmm. and then you're you're and it all seems exciting together. and it's all exciting right 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 yeah versus versus with the asian experience yeah. and you already have yeah you just said it wasn't exciting <laughs> <laughs> with this age <laughs> and experience and and everything that we have going on right now it's been a hundred times harder yeah. because we've already not only built our foundation, mm -hmm. but we've already built our house. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a metaphor, metaphorical yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Right. So now it's like, okay, well, how do we like <laughs> mash these things and, right. and get this in? Because 
you still want to maintain a good amount of your structure, right? Mm -hmm. I still want to maintain a good amount of my structure. Mm -hmm. But how do we make that work to where we can make this thing look like one solid thing Mm -hmm. instead of it looking like two homes that are just sitting next to each other? Right. Because that's not going to fucking work, right? Right. So it has to be one body. And uh, it takes a lot more time to do that, which is where we are right now. Mm It takes a lot more time to do that because there is a lot more planning in place. I can't just move in with you yeah. because I need space for my children and, mm-hmm. you know, my things and yada, yada, yada. And, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't it just be as easy for you to just move in with, you know, because, so it's, it's just, a, you know, right. a lot of planning. But then it's also, right. But then it's like, like we've talked about at least how I have felt that when you emotionally feel ready for that next step but can't do it. Then it's like, okay, like, well, what do I do with all this, these feelings of Mm -hmm. like, I'm ready emotionally to have to, you know, a life with this person, Mm -hmm. but logistically, it's just not the right time. No. Because a lot of, sometimes I've told you like our relationship, I'm like, how old am I? Like, you got to go home or, you know, or we're, you know, like, it's just like, sometimes I'm like, we're fucking grown, like. Especially right. when you've already had that experience. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes I feel like I'm a teenager dating. Right. Which is so fucking weird. Do you see what I'm saying? You know, it's funny because now you're finally understanding what I was saying when I was talking about the major leagues. And, <clears> you know, <throat> when, when we had that one conversation that upset you when I was saying like, yeah, we've we both played in the, we both played in the big leagues before. We've both been married. So now this is kind of like not yeah, really. Yeah, but the way you say things sometimes. I know, I know I said it in a way, but I wasn't saying it in a way where I was trying to come at you. I was just trying to illustrate it in the only way that I knew how, which is why I used that amateur. But I think that word was the word that kind of triggered you. But what I was saying in the moment, what you're seeing now is that, yeah, you're you're trying to play in the big leagues because you've played in the big leagues before. So you're like, well, what the fuck is this, right? Like, why are yeah. we still playing amateur games or why are we still pretending that we're amateurs when we are big league right we have right. big league emotions but we're just living yeah the amateur lifestyle as far as you know what a relationship looks like and uh yeah I, w- I was saying that then but now i guess it's making more sense because now we are trying to push towards that that life where we're all in it. We're all in it because we've been there before. Yeah. Like if, if we have both never been married before, mm-hmm. then I think our outlook on this will be completely different. Right. But considering that we've had something that on paper was more serious mm-hmm. than this, right? right? Then that's our base of comparison. But I don't, but I don't, I think you and I are both not comparing how we feel about one another. Like no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, I felt more passionate in my marriage and I feel like I, yeah. I wouldn't say that at all. Right. But I think just the optics of it, it yeah. just, it just looks a lot different and, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't look as serious, but only because we have something to compare it to in our personal experience. Right. And for me, like I didn't, ex- I didn't have expectations going into our relationship as mm-hmm. far as like, like you told me, like you were looking for a serious relationship. Right. Right. 
I obviously, I guess, wasn't opposed to it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I, that's what I was on the hunt for. Because remember, it was like, fuck love. But. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I started to feel some type of way, I'm like, oh, like I want this person around like and then I can't have you around like I'm also I can also be like a little bit childish. I'm like, well, what the fuck is the point then? Like here I am emotionally where I want you in my space, but you can't be in my space. But I'm like. Yeah. It's different. Right. It's certainly different. So I guess uh, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. The older you get, the harder it gets. But I think, but I think at some point, especially where we are right now, because I, I think like if, if I'm thinking about it like a like a graph, right? Like what goes up must come down, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in the beginning, in like by the beginning, I mean like 18, you know, in, in your 20s, like it's easier to create that merger, right? And then, and then I think we're at that climax or we're at that tip top and we'll be here for the next couple of years where anyone is dating from maybe, let's say, you know, uh, or not not the beginning of 30s, but like maybe like 33 to like 43, mm-hmm. right? Like that decade could easily be like the peak of it where that would be the hardest time mm-hmm. to transition or to try to, you know, where Asian experience can work against you because there's so much going on, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if this isn't your first rodeo, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm, and, and I'm, only, I'm only saying that because we're talking about the age and experience. If mm-hmm. you weren't, in a relationship before, then you have no experience. You just have age, right. right? So I think that though that that decade might be where the hump is the highest and it being the hardest because there's so much going on there, right? Mm-hmm. Children are usually still in the home. You right. know, you, you have things that you can't break, you know, as far as leases and mm-hmm. all these other things and, you know, debt and, you know, yeah, it's just a lot of things going on. Right. And then I think once children start getting out the house, Mm-hmm. You know, as you as you push into the, the mid 40s to 50s. And again, this is all anecdotal because I haven't been there. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, as I think this out of my brain, I think it would end up becoming easier. So that's why you see people that are in their late 40s and 50s and their their dating experience, whether, you know, their, you know, their spouse passed or they Divorce just said, and Fuck children it. are grown. Right. And children that, are yeah, grown. Yeah. They seem like they have a seamless experience mm-hmm. because it's like, yo, what's up? We're just going to hang out. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. And then like, oh, yeah, we're let, yeah, let's just move in. Like, why not? Let's get married. Yeah. Like, what yeah. else is there? They probably both own their homes by then. So it's like, oh, well, it'd be easy just to sell one and then we move into another or we just sell both of them. And then we just buy something smaller because we were going to do that anyway because the kids are gone. Right. So like, what do I need four bedrooms for now? Let's just find ourselves something that's nice, right. like, nice little condo. We don't have to do much. Right. So I think then it become that Asian experience will make things a hell of a lot easier. For sure. Granted, you might have more baggage, but you probably worked it out by then. Right. Or Whatever. you should have. Or yeah. you should have. <laughs> right. And more yeah. than likely, you're not impulsively dating because right. you're not, you know, I guess for men, and what young, you're dumb, looking for calm. might be different. Like we're at an age where we've had this conversation. Are are we done having kids? Like at that point, it's just like right, 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 right. Nobody's having babies. Mm-hmm. All you're worried about is what does your retirement plan look like, and can we travel, 
and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the idea of babies is laughable. It's not happening. right. So right. it's just like then it, you get to a point where you're on the same page mm-hmm. almost in all areas. Versus in our age group, they could look so many different ways. Right. Like one person could have kids. One person might want kids because they haven't had any. One person might be divorced. Like there's so many variables mm-hmm. at our age, mm-hmm. which can make things really fucking complicated. It does, and it's work. It's work, and it, it it all just boils down to communication at the end of the day, because even when we have our our little moments where we bicker, and yes, the two of us we 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 have our moments. We do. Um, we're always able to just talk it out and smooth it out, and it gets to the root of it. And usually, it's the same one thing. And For the right most now, part, and yeah. right now, mm-hmm. that one thing is just we don't live together. Yeah. So all of our, you know, it boils down to that, right? Our little petty argument about what fucking dish soap to buy, and it's—I mean, it's never anything that 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 dumb, but <laughs> yeah. Just as an example, something that's meaningless, yeah. and we're not even going to remember what we were arguing about. Mm-hmm. It it all boils down to that. So communication, best thing you could do, talk to your partner. So, uh, how has Asian experience worked in your favor? while dating i think for me it's just like i know exactly what i want like i know exactly or at least what i absolutely didn't want and that was very helpful yeah i think that's that's probably the most helpful one is to really find out like what you can't stand like what you will not tolerate tolerate what are your ultimate deal breakers and that's super important and i i didn't realize that until after (laughs) my marriage ended I was like, this, I can't, these are deal breakers. Right. For sure. Yeah, I would definitely see that. That and, um, and I guess this kind of ties into that, but just the self-awareness that you get with age yeah. experience or that you should get, you know, cause some people, they just go through life and they really don't learn shit. But if you could tap into something where you, you know yourself Mm-hmm. Especially, you really get to know yourself when you've been in multiple relationships, multiple yeah. serious relationships, because then you get to weed out like what was them and what was me. Yeah, right. And uh, once you could really figure out what was me, mm-hmm. then if it's things you can't change, then it's just things you address up front. Yeah, you know. Um, <clears throat> and then if it's things that you can change, you can work on yourself and make yourself a better partner. Yeah. And um, I can honestly say, you know, before jumping into this and knowing that I wanted to be in a in a committed relationship when I met you, not that it was at the time, not that I knew that it was going to be you, yeah. but just in general, right? I I felt like that I was polished enough to be able to do that without making some of the same mistakes that I made in previous relationships as far as things that had to do with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So self-awareness. And then of course, and I think ties into self-awareness, knowing exactly what you want. And then more importantly, knowing exactly what you, you can't right. tolerate because those things are going to wear you down. Right. Over time. Because that's one thing people forget. It's always exciting in the beginning. As someone has been in, you know, what, two (coughs) serious relationships. Well, now, you know, three with you. Uh, Was it exciting in the beginning? 
it's always exciting in the beginning. You reduce that word. <laughs> I I think it can be challenging and exciting. Yeah, I agree. You were certainly I was challenging. Fucking with you. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You fuck with me big time. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was still exciting, right? Yeah. But it's always exciting in the beginning, and then you find out like what's how it really is going to be. Yeah. And then, and then, if you could survive that, like that taper down, and like where things just start coasting. But I think too, knowing that that is going to happen, it makes it a little bit of, of an easier pill to swallow because we both kind of walked in like, don't don't hit me with that. <laughs> what you want me to see, like just be you. You know, right. if you burp, if you fart, if you cuss, if you yeah. you know, if you just don't give a fuck, then just just be that from the beginning. Don't don't hit me with the yeah acting just because you're trying to impress and mm-hmm. yeah but i think you and i we've we've been pretty fucking consistent yeah i don't think there's anything that was displayed in the beginning that isn't displayed now other than your ultimate hate for me and <laughs> 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 the fact that you were Absolutely disgusted by the idea of love. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, Nathan! Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And then also, I want to say with Asian experience, it sounded like you said Asian experience. <laughs> Asian experience. <laughs> yeah, that one. Fuck. Like for me, it's been a lot of like, oh, I need to trust my instincts way more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Like you know in your heart of hearts what's right and what's wrong what feels right what feels wrong what you're just like red flags like and to trust that because trust and believe it'll come up later yeah oh yeah it always does for sure and it's easy to turn a blind eye to those things when you are infatuated by the person right because that infatuation is something fucking crazy yeah it will certainly make you Pretend and understand that that goes away like infatuation yeah oh yeah 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 especially when you start to see the shit about a person that you're like oh no like this is not gonna work Mm -hmm. but you knew in the beginning you did you just didn't want to you're just hopeful right and also (laughs) at least from a woman's standpoint Mm -hmm. that and when people show you who they are, and that usually happens fairly quickly, like that's who the fuck they are. You can't, for me, a big issue in my marriage was like the potential. Like, oh, but I see what this could be. Oh, right. Because women typically like to try yeah, that. Projects. Yeah, projects. We yeah, can fix projects. you. Duh. Yeah. Like, I can fix you. Like, mm-hmm. if I do this enough, you're going to, especially if you get glimpses of like, oh, this is working. Like you, you cannot, you cannot change anybody. Mm-hmm. I learned that the fucking hard way. Do men do that? I don't. Well, that's why I, I specifically said as a woman. You know what? I think men do it when it, you know, don't turn, don't turn a, don't turn a hoe into a housewife. Okay. I think when men do it is they're trying to, you know, save a woman. Okay. You know, like, yeah, I guess oh, that would be shit. the equivalent. Yeah. And then, it, oh, she cheated on me. Yeah, bro. Right. Yeah. She had she was pregnant with another man's baby when you met her. And we and we all <laughs> fucked. Yikes. Like don't don't forget. It's always that. That's what it is. We'll end it there. 
(laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the question. Yes. Thank you, Stephanie. And again, sorry for the delay. I have not been checking that email because I didn't think anyone would even care enough to email, (laughs) but I'll check it more often. So anyone that wants to take the time to write a question, we would love to talk about it. So, yeah. yeah. And then um, the email and all the links, everything would be in the link in the description box in the link in the description box. I'm getting tired. I'm wearing down. It's covert. (laughs) Covert's getting to me. Yeah, it'll be there. So, mm-hmm. anything else you want to talk about? Can we touch on touch, touch on everything? Yeah, I think so. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. As always, this has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and this is the lovely Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye bye bye.